When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is March 21st, 2018, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Raj Geary. Mr. Matt Morgan will be coming along soon, and uh, it's the morning after. The morning after Daniel Bryan made his triumphant return to the WWE ring to announce he's cleared. After a two-year hiatus, Raj, what's the entire story on this? Uh, well, um, so it appears as if, I mean, he's been working on this forever. Oh, definitely. He's been talking about for years, how he's been going to see other doctors and basically they've all been clearing him except for Dr. Joseph Maroon, who's the WWE medical director. And, and his opinion is the one that counts. So, um, I think it was Dave Meltzer that reported that finally Brian went to Maroon and said, like, look, who, you know, what do I need to do to get cleared? Like, name me uh, the the most uh, qualified doctors uh, that I should see that you, that would change your mind. And he gave the names of a few doctors. Brian went to all of those, got uh, got cleared, uh, then went to Maroon and and got cleared finally. So, you know, it had been it seemed like there was something in the works, right? First from this storyline, it definitely seemed yeah. like they're leading to a tag match. Brian hadn't been on SmackDown the last few weeks. Um, you know, the storyline was that Shane McMahon sent him home. So, you know, he could have dinner with Owens and Zane. And that was uh, the last time we saw him. And then, you know, he made those remarks to the national over the weekend where he talked about, possibly wrestling at WrestleMania and Daniel Bryan. He's one of those guys that he doesn't, he won't completely BS you, right? Like he yeah. knows the business. He'll, he knows when to stay in storyline, but he, he doesn't outright lie. But so when he made those comments, it definitely, you know, seemed like it's, it, it was something that could happen. And we talked about it, uh, talked about it Monday night, how it definitely seemed like a possibility. Like it seems like it's happening, but when it happens, it's a whole different thing, right? It's still I a thought, shock, even though you're yeah. almost expecting it. Well, and I didn't think it was going to happen like this. I thought they were going to announce something on the air and that he was going to be in the match and let everyone assume, you know, essentially the surprise we got last night in that last segment of like, oh, no, this is not Daniel's going to be doing this really safe, restrained style. I mean, he was doing those full-on drop kicks. I thought in Mania we would see the extent of what he was going to do in the ring and that they would build up to it without making an explicit statement. I did not expect the way we learned this yesterday with the big announcement. And I get the why they want to do it, boost SmackDown ratings. Triple H, the only announcement that was really, hey, the WWE puts the safety of our performers first and foremost. And that being said, we're so glad Daniel Bryan's coming back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, as a fan, I don't know about you, but I, 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 love, I love SmackDown last night. And it was because of those two Daniel Bryan segments. And but I still get nervous seeing him taking those bumps already, you know? Like, yeah. Just because uh, – and, and we'll get into it as we're going along. But, um, yeah, I mean, the way they did it by sending that press release, I kind of liked how they did it because then it, it came across as, like, it was real. Like, if they did it during the show – um, by the end, when they did the attack, you'd be like, wait, he's not supposed to take bumps, but is this a way for them to get more heat on Owens and Zane? You know, and he wasn't really cleared, that kind of thing. Hey, what's up, Matt? Hey, hey guys, how are you? What's going on? Uh, nothing. I'm trying to I apologize for being a little bit late to everybody watching this uh, and whatnot, but I got a, a city hall meeting I got to get to that was impromptu at one o'clock. So I'm going to do this on my way there. Now that is uh, that's commitment. We're talking that's about. Did, did you get to check out uh, SmackDown 205 Live yeah. and Mix Match Challenge? All of them, or just one of them? No, no, never, <laughs> ne never. It's always going to be SmackDown. 205's got to do a lot to get me to come back. I know you guys think it's a, it's a better show now, but they still need to do more to bring me back. I, I do have my criticisms of 205 Live, which we'll get to later. But uh, yeah, we're talking about Daniel Bryan. I was mentioning how you know they they sent the press release before the show. A lot of people were surprised they didn't just announce it on the show. I kind of liked how they did it because then that way it, it just 
proved that it wasn't a storyline. I think if they would have done it during the show, a lot of people would have thought it was storyline by the end as a, a way to get yeah. heat on Owens and Zayn. Yeah. And, and then say next week, like he was clear, but he's not, you know, anyway, I think it just took out that yeah. out. Um, yep. So yeah, really cool. Daniel Bryan. I, I doubt he's going to be working full time. Uh, he said in the past, if he gets cleared, he's not going to come back to a full time schedule. Uh, so I'm sure, you know, some, some live events, pay-per-views and TV tapings, but Right. Huge news, man. I mean, this just totally changes uh, WrestleMania uh, to 100%, 100%. I now want to watch WrestleMania just because, like, a lot more than I did before this. I was getting a lot of messages from the fans that watched this show. And, um, you know, I kept saying, like, I don't feel like it's WrestleMania. Even though 3 million people are pointing to a sign every single week on Raw <laughs> and SmackDown, I still don't get that feeling. You know what I mean? I always get the feeling about a month out. For me, everyone's different when they get that feeling. Mine's about a month out, and I didn't get it this month. But with Daniel Bryan on that card, I, I'm excited as hell to watch to, to, to watch the show. And you know what's crazy? They could have split this match. If they had a heads up on this, Yeah, they could have split this in two separate big-ass matches. Yeah, I think Daniel Bryan in the singles matches, to me, it's bigger. I mean, with where the storyline where it's gone, it, it, is. it makes sense what they're doing. But Bryan versus Owens, to me, seems yep. like a bigger match than a, a tag match. Yes. Yeah. Although they've invested so much in Sammy and KO at this point. I mean So there you go, Glenn. There yeah. you go. You put you put Shane O'Mac, you marry him to to, to what's his, to, to um to, to Sammy, I'm sorry. And Sammy gets the ultimate rub right there. Sammy's yeah. up taken up now even higher. Yeah, I like how they did this last night. Uh, I'm surprised I think they don't want to mess with fans' emotions, but I'm surprised they didn't issue a kayfabe statement today saying, you know, Daniel Bryan, local medical facility lacerations. Status unclear at this time due to the savage beatdown of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn last night. I mean, they had to have known Monday that this angle was coming. So I wish they didn't do the stretcher stuff with Reigns. I feel like they're overdoing yeah. the stretcher thing. You think uh, they did know this? They, they, they knew that Kevin... Uh, uh, that, people backstage knew, according to Meltzer. Yeah. That Daniel Bryan, like Monday, they knew Daniel Bryan would be cleared? Some NBA? talent knew. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. then, yeah. Then I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, and it was clearly in the works. I mean, you know, we talked we talked about it on Monday how Brian had said in an interview that there's a, a possibility that he'll be wrestling at WrestleMania. So definitely dropped that hint that there was something in the works that he was uh, waiting on something. So um, and there it was. I'm just I'm already I don't know about you guys, but I want it for SummerSlam. I want the Miz versus Daniel Bryan. To me, I think that could be the feud of the year if they do this right after Mania. Glenn, I love that. I think yeah. it'd be awesome. Yeah, they could easily that had so much interest in it that it wouldn't be. It would take one segment to get fans back into it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like it, it, it's not like it's been too long and it's been forgotten about. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I think that that could and that could really make SmackDown. I mean, that could elevate it huge after Mania. I could almost see them move Daniel Bryan to Raw now. <laughs> <laughs> Just like SmackDown, you don't get to be good. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Man, so last night, Daniel Bryan came out, and uh, they just let him talk. They just let him talk and speak from the heart and all the credit to his wife and talking about his journey. I mean, just a great segment. Um, meaningful glances at the WrestleMania sign. I like that they split this up uh, by giving him bookends of the show, is in essence. And I don't know about you guys, but I love how fast SmackDown went by because they had to shorten everything to fit in that 15 minutes at the top and 15 minutes at the end. You know, this was a very fast-paced SmackDown, and I thought it worked very much in the show's favor. Well, this was the show, right? Daniel Bryan, yeah. the, 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 the opening segment and the end segment. That was, that was the show. The rest was kind of filler. I, you know, I'm having to look at my notes to remember what happened. <laughs> um, but the, the, the opening and ending was, were so great that the show, I thought, was an A, easy A, maybe, uh, you know, A-plus maybe. Um, just because, I mean, Daniel Bryan, he, he's just one of those guys. He just connects, like, almost more than, I think, more than any other wrestler on the, in WWE, you know, totally. Uh, where No question, no question. The closest we've seen, in my opinion, sorry about the beeping guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, is Hulk Hogan uh, back in his heyday. I know that's going to sound crazy to some fans, but listen to the energy behind those cheers. It's just different. It's loud. It's, it's a different kind of loud. It's genuine, too. It's not just people wanting to chant yes. They oh genuinely care about this guy. Like, if you gave the yes chant they to someone else, him. they wouldn't be as over as Daniel Bryan. 
I mean, it's more, it's so much more than that. It's, yeah. it's, 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 I've never seen fans care about someone so much. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like you feel that I feel that with every, every yes. It's not just like you said, people robotically going, yes, yes, yes. This is fun to do. They do that for everybody else. And they do that during segments that maybe they don't like or can't know or whatever. Right. That's when they do that shit. But when he's out there, like even they're chanting Daniel Bryan on the freaking stretcher. Like, yeah, they don't, they don't do that. It's just, it's, it's awesome. It's why I love watching them because I'm going to watch the most raw and, and, and most um, empathetic wrestler by far. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't know how to explain it. He makes me, he makes me feel something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every time I watch him. Did you get a little misty eyed during the opening promo last night, Matt? Yo, definitely. 1000%. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Alex, I was doing wife, good. Go, you just feel you? so, yeah. You just feel, it's like a, it's like watching a, it's, it's like watching a movie that like a really emotional movie where you just feel so much for that character. You're just so happy oh, that God. he's back that it's like, man, you know, you, you know what he's gone through, you know, how bad he's wanted it. And right. he gets it. He, and like I said, you know, he connects, you just like him. You just know he's a good dude. And, and uh, like, I grew up on, you know, larger than life stars, like the macho man, Same. Hulk Hogan. And, and Brian yeah, is not same. like a crazy same here. Yeah, he's like a normal guy, but he just connects and he's one of the few guys uh since that time period that I I really care if he wins or loses, you know. Yeah. Usually I I care as far as how how it relates to business or uh you know what makes the most sense booking wise and where they should go. But with him I don't care. I just want him to win. So, it's just one of those things. Yeah, and that was fantastic. Fantastic way to kick off the show last night. I mean, this is fantastic news. Like I said, this, you know, like you said in that uh, video yesterday, Matt, uh, your reaction to it. I mean, this this changes WrestleMania. I mean, this really elevates it and uh, could not be more looking forward to what kind of year Daniel Bryan's going to have. Uh, after that, we had a, a uh, real quick. Sh- let's recap what he said. Um, yeah, so essentially he talked, God, I feel like I'm giving a book report here. Uh, well, he, said, he said that he, he got cleared Yeah, and uh, that he doesn't know if uh, when he's going to wrestle again, but it, he will wrestle again. Yes. And, you know, everyone knows where it's headed. Yeah, he, he was looking at the sign. Everyone was chanting WrestleMania. It was a really cool moment. That was, I hate the finger pointing at the sign, but this was a cool way to do it. How- Sorry, I got. It. I, I'll get to say this if I don't now. And I wanted. I wrote, actually wrote this down. I never write down stuff when I watch wow. the show. On what I'm going to say, but listen, dude, they have. Do you realize what Daniel Bryan just did for Vince McMahon and then Triple H and Stephanie and then the owners years after them? He got an entire arena to shit WrestleMania that they're going to use in sound bites for the next 150 <laughs> years. You realize that, right? Yeah. When's yeah. the last time you heard someone chant WrestleMania, like a crowd chanting WrestleMania? Never, never, ever, ever, ever. Flagship That's event. Fine. They never chanted. And yeah, he got, he got them chanting that. That's true. So yeah. Was, uh, oh, oh, and pointing at the sign. He got the, the mark. Sorry, the mark. Fans to <laughs> chant at the signs. Yeah. Like, again, they're going to use that. In, in, in years to come as oh, well, I'm telling you. They're going to use that in those video packages for WrestleMania tickets going on sale and fans pointing at the sign. Yes. For sure. Yes. Huge. And, and the chanting of WrestleMania, they'll probably use it at the end of the video packages. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's Everywhere. absolutely true. I didn't even think about that. but They owe him huge for that. Like, yeah. you have a separate paycheck based on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was awesome. Kudos to Daniel Bryan. Happy for him. Uh yeah, it's 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 great. So that was the end of the segment. He said he, uh, he has business to deal with Sami Zayn and um, and Kevin Owens. When they get to the arena, they're not there yet, and he'll he'll deal with them. Yeah, and after that, we got a match: Rusev versus Nakamura with AJ Styles on commentary. Man, having to follow that opening segment, tough, 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 tough. Um, you know, this was what it was. Uh, it went fairly fast. Did you guys notice at the end, Rusev? Had Nakamura Rusev actually had to let go of that pin because he was getting the three count? Oh, I missed it. No, he was when they were trading uh roll ups back and right. forth at the end. Rusev yeah. had Nakamura. If you watch that, yeah. Rusev realizes like crap. So Rusev lets go, he just lets go of the pin and then fell back to get rolled up uh, to give Nakamura the win. Um, this was a fine match, but the, to me, that was the most notable thing about it. I thought AJ on commentary was hardly there. Compared yeah. to uh, usual, Me too. Me yeah, too. it was clear. It, you know, he's he's hurting with something, and it, but it looks like it's not bad enough that they're gonna 
no. changed the match. So, you know, they, did, they just had him sit there. He, they didn't have, you didn't see him do anything. Uh, he's very limited. And um, I don't know, man, this, I mean, even, even if they did a, a, a stare down or whatever, Matt, Glenn, we talked about this a couple weeks ago when we said how cool it would be if they aired video packages and, and all that stuff. And I said, yeah, that's not going to happen. They're just going to do the same <laughs> bland baby face buildup. They always do. And that's kind of what they're doing now. If AJ wasn't injured, I'm guessing you AJ would have gotten in there and they would be building to AJ and Nakamura versus Owens. And, I mean, uh, not Owens and Zane, but uh, Rusev and Aiden. And then, you know, tease dissension during that tag match. But yeah, uh, we'll see where they go. But it looks like AJ versus Nakamura is still on. So. Oh, yeah. Now, speaking of packages, I like how they did the Asuka package against Charlotte. Had Charlotte backstage reacting to it. Natalia walks in setting up their match later in the night. Um, I think that was effective, especially given that Asuka was there. Asuka was in the building for the Mixed Match Challenge. And they went with the video package instead. Um, less is more in this case. Um, and then we saw AJ and Nakamura backstage. And I got to say, that was probably their best exchange. Nakamura hit his beats. It was. Yeah. There's just something, I don't know. When Nakamura does the cutesy stuff, he, he delivered it fine. It just, I'd like to see him more intense, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. He, am, let me ask you guys something. When I worked in New Japan with him, he was not this Nakamura. He was like... Randy, like I told you guys, him and like Tanahashi were the Randy Orton and John Cena mm. around 2003-ish. No, sorry, 2004-ish in WWE. Like around that level. These are these are our next flagship there, you know what I mean, wrestlers uh, of our company. Our two hood ornaments going forward for the next 20 years. Um, my So when I had him there, like he wasn't this, but he wasn't also very intense. Was he was he intense like in his promos and things like that like for New Japan when he was kind of within the realm of this character in the last few years or I don't remember him doing years. this kind of stuff where he's like just smiling and delivering cute lines but you know this <laughs> Japanese so um, true I, I don't really know but um, I mean it was a funny line uh, AJ said something yeah. like what did he say he said uh, oh oh you're gonna say you're gonna beat you're gonna me again gonna, yeah. Yeah. Nakamura replied like, uh, what do you say? Something like, uh, oh, I'm glad you think so. Or something like that. Yeah. It was cute. Um, oh, and people are pointing out. So that's why AJ seemed like he wasn't there on commentary. AJ sat there and watched the match and was not on commentary last night, which is a puzzling oh, okay. way to do things. Okay. Yeah. Good Maybe. catch by the, the viewers. Had yeah. to rest his voice or something. I don't know. Uh, and so at the end, uh, <laughs> so, so, let's make sure to give the ending. So yeah, uh, uh, Nakamura did pin Rusev. Then uh, Aiden English and Rusev started attacking Nakamura. AJ, again, very limited. He slowly got up. And, and during the beatdown, he acted like he was about to get in the ring. And then Nakamura took care of Rusev and Aiden English himself. So he cleared the ring. Yeah, um, and after that backstage segment, we got Ty Dillinger versus Baron Corbin. Ugh. Hey, Ty Dillinger was back on TV. I had to Google if he had the beard before because I couldn't remember. That's how long it's been since Ty Dillinger was on SmackDown. He's had that. Yeah, he, oh, he's, he's had a beard before for sure. Yeah, it wasn't as thick, but that's what I'm saying. We haven't seen the guy. We've barely seen the guy this year. I know. You know, uh, and he was number ten on the SmackDown list. <laughs> 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 you know, they didn't mention the list last night, did they? No, I think I think I think they dropped that. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, please let them drop the list. SmackDown will improve just by not never mentioning that goddamn top ten list again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, um, like what came of that? Just Jinder <laughs> Mahal got to use it in a promo or two. That was the whole. That, that was that was so a writer's stupid. idea. That that was a writer's idea probably, and this was someone saying, "Hey, you know what? Let's try it." They tried it, and nobody liked it. So they're like, oh, "We'll just try it." And they tried it, nobody they, liked it, and they kept doing it for weeks. Well, they didn't do they did anything it. with it. No, I just yeah. thought they did it with one week. That was it. No, they, did no, it they kept bringing weeks. it up. They announced it, but they didn't. it didn't uh, make any booking decisions. It didn't lead to any matches being made or any, any decisions being right. made. They just oh, showed yeah, the list, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, but the commentary and gender kept mentioning it for like two months after. Um, hey, do you guys know? Yeah, yeah someone, uh, Scott Frame, noticing that they didn't have words flying on the screen, except for the Mixed Match yeah. Challenge promo, but no words flying at the screen. So hopefully uh, they got that. And that's where the words flying across the screen fit. You want to put on something, put on the stupid mixed tag stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, 
What an improvement last night. Uh, so Baron Corbin beat Ty Dillinger, relatively short match. Um, I mean, I hate to say it. It's just like, you know, the, barely have a place in, in the hype of all this build up to Mania. Yeah, they're both going to be in the Andre, I'm sure. Well, but, they said, uh, like Baron Corbin they, they, said, they, they, yeah. yeah, they said yeah. they're going to be are. in the yeah yeah they and mojo raleigh right I think yeah they announced that. so yeah the Fine. end of that match corbin messed up the end of days you remember how we were talking about how back in the day they would reshoot endings this would have been one of those that they probably would have reshot where baron corbin messed up the end of days and then threw him out of the ring they had to redo it but yeah oh speaking yep. of moves did you corbin guys watch to win. that video they released uh the other night of ronda and dana yeah after raw well, what no. was that? Was that supposed to be a suplex that Ronda did when she just sort of backwards it, threw Dana? It was messy. <laughs> that whole, yeah. that whole. I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised they released the video of it. I, I don't know if they'll show it on TV. They'll probably just. I would guess they're probably just going to show clips or edit it to, uh, to clean it up. But it was kind of yeah, sloppy. That was that was something. Um, that could have probably used a redo. Uh, Natalia versus Charlotte Flair last night. This went a couple segments. This was uh, one of the longer women's matches they've had in some time. Matt, mm-hmm. what did you think of this? Great match. Yeah, yeah I Love think uh, the most notable thing was Carmella doing another fake uh, cash-in. Well, why, why are they having her lose this so close to WrestleMania? Unless the idea is <coughs> losing and then she ends Asuka's streak. Oh, and Natalia beating Charlotte? Yeah, yeah. what's the point? You, it was we're, a distraction. We're, we got two SmackDowns away from WrestleMania. Didn't Charlotte lose last week, too? Uh, she took a pin in a tag match or something. Or, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, she lost to Ruby Riot um, mm. in a tag match. But she's. This is one of the biggest women's matches it could be that you have, and you're watering it down you're by right. having the champion get beat in a nothing match for no reason. No, you're, you're, you're right. Yeah. And there's not going to be a comeback story of Mania. I don't see Charlotte overcoming all this to beat Asuka. So it's a weird trajectory. I don't know. I almost, I almost, uh, what do you, I almost see Asuka's undefeated streak ending at Mania. Whether really? It's, yeah. It, because it kind of has to, the way they booked her. Yeah, she's yeah. lost all her, she's losing so much steam. She's not like she's anything that special anymore that you really need to keep it going. I, I think maybe you have Asuka beat Charlotte. And then Carmella cashes in and beats Asuka, or Charlotte beats Asuka and then Carmella cashes in. And, and well, I, I think I think Carmella's leaving I, WrestleMania as the women's champ. Really? Wow, that is a bold here, prediction. I, I will say this: I think Charlotte. Um, I think that what should happen, okay, what should happen is that Charlotte um, sh- Charlotte should win. Um, what's her name cashes in on Charlotte. Um, but to beat Asuka, it's got to take, you know what I mean? They should do something to protect it. Um, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. It's a really hairy situation, isn't it? Yeah. It, and it and almost, you know what? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, it, it makes you think that they didn't even think about Carmella in the briefcase. The way yeah. to have these two go against each other, right? Because in a perfect world, yes, Asuka should be undefeated. She should be this badass and just dominating people within a minute of every match. And that's it. And finally, we're here, we're here versus Charlotte. She's got the best female athlete this company has ever had. That's a fact. And they go head to head. Now it's a bigger match. Charlotte is the first one to make Asuka sell. This would have meant so much more if they did this right. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I mean, all the steam has been taken out of this match already, I feel like. I'm still it's excited not as- for it. I'm so excited for it, though. It's going to be a really well-worked match, and I'm going to be—I'm going to like watching it. It'll be good. Yeah, I just think as a, from a build perspective, it, it could it could have been much more. And and every week it's it's losing that. And you and you notice they're not committing uh, to Oscar moving to SmackDown. They're not saying she's a SmackDown person now, and and uh, so that almost makes me yeah. think that she's this is a temporary thing, and then she's back on Raw, you know, oh. back to Raw after Mania. So this is just uh, so that leads me to believe that she's losing there. Well, I'll tell you, so Matt, I know you refuse to acknowledge the existence of the continuity in the Mixed Match Challenge, but they're saying that that, <laughs> that, that Asuka's streak applies there, even, um, which kind of telegraphs what the ending of that's going to be, and that's likely going to be against Charlotte and Bobby Roode as well. So, um, oh, wow. yeah, so uh, they're e- I think they're either all in on this. I mean, I, th- I think they're all in on this. I just do think- I don't see them dropping it. 
Do you I'd like to. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Do you think they're dumb enough to have her like have like Miz get pinned, and then that's the way they get out of her being undefeated? No, because they said if Miz gets beat, that ends her streak. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that their way? It's a oh. way to do it, but. I, I think, it, man, if it, that would be the dumbest thing if they had her lose a streak <laughs> on the mixed match challenge. But she physically doesn't get pinned, technically. Yeah. Well, you know, Eva Marie eliminated her uh, in an NXT Battle Royal a year and a oh, half ago. Oh, come on. That don't count. <laughs> she actually lost tag matches in NXT. But yeah. That rule wasn't in place. But Yeah, they're stretching. Rule. They're stretching with this. Just have it be she hasn't tapped out or been pinned. Or know? don't put her in it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. In the first place, because that yeah. that gives away the ending. Yeah. Um. So we got singles action: Jimmy Uso versus Luke Harper. Uso's uh, kind of promo was, ahead of that. This was really good too. This was a good match. Yeah. yeah. Man, the Usos can work. You know, even as, as singles guys, they they were great. So can so can Luke and Harper. Yeah, yeah. These guys were. This was an underrated match. Like it, it was kind mm-hmm. of a throwaway on a show. Obviously, right. building to a, a three way with New Day. Uh, I'm sure next week we'll have Rowan versus maybe Big E or or something right. like that. You know, right. the typical build for the tag matches. But yes, uh, it was a good match, and it almost had you believing at times towards the end that Jimmy Uso was going to win. Yeah. No, I thought this was good. Harper got the win. Uh, floored him with the clothesline cover for the pin. And after that, while the Usos tried to escape, um, yeah, beatdown did not really happen, but the Bludgeon Brothers stood tall in the ring. Um, after that, we got Jinder Mahal cutting a promo. Uh, Bobby Roode, Randy Orton coming out, setting up for next week a tag match that's going to have uh, Sunil Singh and Jinder Mahal against Bobby and Randy. Um, this went fast. I'll give it that. I know a lot of people don't care for this. I mean, it is a triple threat now at WrestleMania. We've right. been calling it for weeks. That's happening. Right. Um, I just, I can't get into this. Like whatever the angle is here, I want rude to be a heel so bad. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm not fair to call on this anymore guys. Cause he's, he's a close friend. And so like anything he's in, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I can't, I can't give my honest opinion other than I hate him being a face and he should be a heel. Like Glenn just said. <laughs> Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I think we all agree on like, that. Just like, are you Bobby. Really asking me that? Are you kidding me? Yes. Do you, do you not know me? Of course. <laughs> just they'd be like, you're an asshole. Who on earth is going to believe you're a baby face? Not like <laughs> that, but going, come on, dude. Push him. Yeah. No, so I, I think we all agree on that. And uh, unfortunately, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't think this match makes the main card with, with how stacked yeah. it is now. Really? No, this makes the main card. Dude, you got... Taker and Cena, which is going to get a lot of time. Ronda, that's going to get a lot of time. Reigns and Lesnar. Now yep. AJ, you know, AJ and Nakamura. Uh, yep. Daniel Bryan in this tag match. Uh, yep. the, the two women's title matches, you, you would think, are probably going to get on there. So that's already. Uh, two battle royals. Two battle royals. I think we're going to be surprised. I think that one of those matches you just said are going to be taken off. I, I assure you. One of those Rand- battle royals will be. Randall or Ant will be on the main card of WrestleMania. I assure this. All right. Yeah. There's no way they're taking up. They're, they just, they, they wouldn't do that. Yeah. Randy on the pre-show does seem weird. Did it, who did he wrestle it, last year? Uh, Bray for the championship. Right. <laughs> right. You've got yeah. to remember he, he allowed himself now booking wise where he is on the hierarchy of, of overness, if you will, the totem pole, you know, he's not, you know what I mean? I get it. He should be anybody else in this slot. We would say, yeah, pre-show yeah. for sure, right? But because of two things: one, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's he's been their hood ornament along with Cena for so many years, and this is how you always Vince always gets sentimental at WrestleMania. Um, he always does. And the other part of it is also this: you need to remember is that um, Randy allowed it, it, it didn't bitch about it and was all for it being pushed all the way down to the very beginning of the card and being a fucking minion to the mm-hmm. Wyatt family, if you remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a future Hall of Famer, multi-time world champion, the man that Hunter has deemed a thousand different times. And he, and he, and he was cool with that. And he did all of that gladly. Let me have, you know what I mean? May, you know, may I take another, sir, kind of a thing. And gladly went through that, took it, made it the work the best of his ability. This is how and when they reward you for those things. I promise you he works on the main card. 
Uh, yeah, no, that's a good point, and I I can see that. But you and then we also got the Miz with Seth Rollins and Finn. You got to think that's on the main. I card know, too. right? I would love for that to be the main card. I feel they're going to get effed over. I hope they don't. I want them <laughs> yeah. to get because here's the thing: I still don't understand how their pay works for Mania. So the reason I want them all to be on the card is because I want them to get paid more. Right. But as far yeah. as view, viewing goes, what do we care? We're turning on the network at what six thirty seven p.m. and let her say, rip until twelve six thirty seven in the morning. Right. Like, what do we care? The pre-show <laughs> yeah. to the pre-show. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, they could really make the main card as long as they want it now. You know, seriously. now that they don't have the to, I, I mean, it's still on pay per view, but now the pay per view channels are pretty much the whole channel is dedicated to your show. You just got to let them know how long you're going. Uh, so the replay starts at the right time. See, but, I didn't even know it was still on pay per view. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it still makes money. I mean, hey, Matt, did you know there are still like two or three million people that pay for AOL dial up internet every month? How many? Two or three million. Wow. It's still a huge portion of AOL's business. So yes, there are still people that watch the WWE on their cable or satellite system. Huh. Um, it's still a thing. Um, looking at the card right now, I think the Andre and the Cruiserweight final seem like the best candidates for the pre-show. Sure. Um, I don't think finals for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm guessing. Man, then we got the two tag matches, and they've. The Usos not being on the main card has been kind of the storyline, right? So you almost feel like they have to be on the main card. Yeah, they're this not gonna Strowman. They're not gonna put Braun Strowman on the pre-show, are they? Ooh. Yeah. If it was the bar versus <laughs> anyone else, I could see them doing yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, I think they do. I think they do put them on the pre-show. They could. I mean, That's it's, bullshit. It's, a, it's a lot of big stars. I mean. They're not gonna do it to the women. I think they're too afraid. Um, given last year when the SmackDown women were going to be on the pre-show. I can almost see them doing it to Nia and Alexa. And they got one women's match on the main card. They get, you know. Me too. Or, or the Battle Royal, for sure. I yeah. can easily see the Battle Royal being on the... Battle Royal makes more sense, but I think the first time they do something, I don't know if they're going to demote it to the, to the kickoff. What do you mean the first time? The first WrestleMania women's Battle Royal. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. Like the yeah. first time Plus- it kind of... A battle royal, you guys, is a good breakup because they're having a lot of three ways. They're having a lot of singles. This is a good breakup by throwing a battle royal out there to, for for bookending two important matches. Let's say, yeah, mm-hmm. it gets the crowd back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of that women's battle royal, they had uh, Naomi and Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan last night uh, in a tag match, second women's match of the night. Um, Becky and Naomi won, uh, but they did set this up, the story that all four are going to be in the women's battle Royal. So they are sowing the seeds of storylines there. I mean, this, I don't think there's going to be a lot of room for legends. I mean, if they do 20 women, I think they've easily got 15, 14 or 15. And plus they said NXT. Yeah. Specifically said it was uh, Ross Macdon and NXT. So you gotta, you gotta think there's probably five, six women from NXT going to be in there. Yeah, if there's any legends, I mean, Kate and Royce and those, yeah, yeah. right. And Amber Moon, she was in the she was yep. in the Rumble. Uh, Kyrie Sane, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, Trish and Lita would be my guesses for who comes back. I think they was. they already did that in the Royal Rumble. So yeah, I almost feel like you don't need any legends. Why exactly. why have legends when I'd like? Yeah, they're not going to get that big pop coming, you know, because they kind of, you, you know, it's not like the Royal Rumble where you get a specific entrance and there's just that big surprise element. You're just kind of thrown in there with everyone at the beginning. So, I mean, you could have one or two, but I, I just think it would be kind of a waste to have Trish or Lita in there when they just did the Rumble if, with them. If if they were brought back in a storyline where they could actually cut some promos, you know, backstage, even if it's something like that, that they just post on the Internet, you know, about them being a part of the of the of the uh, battle royal like yeah. like a month in advance when they first right. announced it let's say that could be cool because then people you could put them all over the billboard especially Trish right yeah At, for advertising purposes and then people will look forward to that pop and plus and you could put around, some stakes on it you could put like the winner of the battle royal gets a title shot and then it, it adds a little more because right now it's just a, a throwaway match yeah and Trish, want, and Trish wants to come back and it's in great best shape of her life and that, oh, man. that, that would make so much more it would be cool yeah. i'm glad they're doing sasha and bailey at the rumble but i'm telling you trish and Sa- sasha like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that especially after their little face off at the the rumble man i would love to see that yeah i don't i, I don't see trish coming back for a even a part-time schedule yeah, yeah, they don't really have any spare women that aren't in a storyline right she, now. She does look good, but she, you know, with her kids and her her she business doesn't and everything, she doesn't care probably, right? Yeah, yeah. If, I think if she wanted to, she, who knows? You, you can never say never, but um, 
I, I, I don't see it. But yeah, Becky Lynch submitted Sarah Logan. I don't know how many times I feel like I've seen this match with between Naomi <laughs> and, and Lynch against the Riot Squad. Um, it's good that they had an extra women's match on SmackDown. I like that they're doing more, but because they need I, I, they need to mix it up a little. I, I'm I'm a fan anytime Naomi is on my screen. I, I I'm so impressed by her athletically Amazing. and and charisma wise. She's got she's got she's the whole package when you think about it. She's awesome. Yeah. And but but without this secondary time slot for women's matches that they're making, we we wouldn't see a Naomi regularly, I don't think. We'd see her every other week, every two weeks. Yeah, and I definitely think they should have more than one women's segment. I just wish they'd mix it up a little more. And a right, you know, right squad versus two women, right squad versus three women. (laughs) (laughs) I I love the right squad. I'm saying get them off there for a minute. I'd rather see somebody else go against Naomi. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, a little more story, I think, would uh, go a long way with this. Um, And just getting people invested. So, and then, man. I was pleased as punch when we got to 20 minutes till the end of the show and Daniel Bryan came out there to do the segment calling out Sammy and Kevin. Um, yeah, because you knew it was going to be a pretty lengthy segment, not just a quick throwaway, right? Because yeah. it's the end of the show and you still got 20 minutes left. So you whoa, knew whoa, you were going to see whoa, something whoa. big. We're not, we're not rolling right through that. Hang on here, folks. No. You're pleased as punch? <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you ever, Matt? You, you do did this. You grow doing... up in May- did you grow up in Mayberry? Was like Andy Griffith your dad? <laughs> you punch, have... I was pleased as punch, pa. Matt. Matt, you have to talk a lot during the day in, in your lines of work. I have to talk a lot during the day in my line of work. I spend a lot of time on the phone. Do you ever have when you just reach into your head for something and you're even surprised? <laughs> By what statement you put out? Because when I said when I was saying, that, I was like, "Where did I pull this from?" In the back of my arm, <laughs> you know. So thank you for drawing attention to it. Please, punch. please, punch. punch. <laughs> it's a yes, thing, great. folks. Th- th- it's a thing. This this was a good segment. This was nice and like you said, long and and and. and I, I was very surprised that Daniel was able to. I thought they were just going to put heat on him immediately, and then that would be it, and just shut him down and get sympathy on him. I love that they let him blow a little comeback in there. That was awesome. He looked great. Yes, Those kicks did. and the oh my god! All right, yeah. so real quick, let's recap this and then uh, get into it. <clears throat> yeah. So the idea was he came out there, uh, told Sammy and Kevin that they went too far. They showed some of the replay from last week of them beating down Shane. We got to hear those those wonderful noises Shane was making again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Daniel saying, "Yeah, you know, hey guys," and, and really he laid out a great case. Shane said Shane admitted he went too far. Uh, gave you guys a match at WrestleMania, and this is what you did. Um, and then proceeded to fire Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Saying, he did you know, it. It was is- the nicest wrestling firing they've oh ever shown. Oh, my God. Yeah, this isn't forever. <laughs> it's just for now, guys. He's like, hey, look, I've been fired twice. I came back. You can, all, you'll, you can always come back. Uh, but for now, you're fired. And it was, it was the nicest uh, wrestling. Absolutely. By far. Absolutely. And then Sami and Kevin. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's no, how it would be. That, that's exactly how it would look if Daniel Bryan were to fire somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, it fit his character. It was. I thought it was very well done. Yeah. The, the, the this isn't forever. It's just for now. That's a real quote. That is what they usually do say to, to some to, to a lot of talents. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Swear to God. Yeah. yeah. They don't say we wish you best the best in your future endeavors. The dot com site used to always put that up there, but no one ever that's said okay, that to yeah. you in person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Sammy and Kevin did not go quietly and proceed to beat up Daniel Bryan. And mm-hmm. Daniel then uh, got in some offense. If you thought, oh, he's coming back. He's going to do a safer style. This is going to be a very restrained, more technical Daniel Bryan. Oh, no, flying drop kicks into the corner, uh, taking bumps on the ring apron. Uh, this was no. this loud and clear, man. Daniel Bryan is back. Yeah, and those kicks he was given, you compare those to the Miz's kicks because – when the Miz throws those kicks, they look so weak. And it, it's just like he doesn't have that snap, you know? Like, you can't train it. It's like uh, it's like muscle memory. I don't know what it is. But it, when no, Daniel Bryan delivers those, it it looks They're lethal. Legit. They're lethal. Yeah. They're lethal as hell. And there's, like you said, the snap and there's pop to it. Yeah. And the other – Seth Brown's got some good ones. So does uh, – what's his name? Um, um, who he's working? Uh, not Miz either. The other one. Um, Finn Balor. Um, no. Because these guys legit – trained like that you know for years you know what i mean right. they, they've done mma cross crossover training kickbox and they've done all of that yeah yeah uh um but miz 
stealing Daniel's stuff, you know he went into the gym and just started working on it one day. They started <laughs> kicking a bag and working on it to make it good enough to do on TV. You know yeah. what I mean? His kicks look more friendly. Like it, they'd be easy <laughs> they to are. catch. They are. They are. They are. They definitely are. <laughs> But, but dude, man. he did. Hey, hang on, guys. We need to make note of this. Asterisk. Daniel Bryan did all this in a friggin' booty tight, nut hugger tight suit jacket. I was really <laughs> impressed by that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he looked great. Uh, I, I don't know. Did you guys? Do you guys get nervous when he's taking bumps right now? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> On the was... corner, I was like, "Oh shit, no, don't do this." Yeah, it's like he just came back. We'll just go a little easy. Just uh, you know, just do the punches and the kicks, and just leave it at that. I think uh, it's going to go away for us, though. I think we, it will eventually go away because I didn't look at it any other way. With the flying drop kicks in the corner, yeah. I wasn't thinking, oh, he made his head here. And I was like, huh, maybe either I'm uncaring or, or you know what I mean? He sucked me into the moment properly where I'm not worried about those ancillary things. Right. But, yeah, they did a vicious beatdown on Brian after Brian made his comeback. Mm-hmm. Uh, they powerbombed him into the, the side of the, the ring. How bad does that hurt? Matt. Oh, you guys, you guys, that's like, they're, they're, not exa- they're, they're, they're not exaggerating when they tell you that's the hardest part of the ring. It really is. There's nothing. There, there's nothing. You want to bump perfectly in the middle of the ring and the heavier you are, believe it or not, you might hear a bigger bump from like me when I snap bump in the middle or, or, or brawn. It's easier for us big men, believe it or not, to absorb that middle of the ring hmm. bump. Okay. When you're 100 something pounds or 200 pounds, it's much harder on those little guys than it is us big guys, believe it or not. Because we make the ring come in more because we're heavier. All right. The later you are, the harder that, like the girls, especially, I'm like, ooh, every time I see them bump because they don't make the mat move at all and they're just eating it. Now we go to the corner and the sides of the ring, there is no give at all. Zero give. And I can't believe anybody could take that bump. I don't know how guys do that. And they're not. They're not broken in half. How their back is not split open. How their necks aren't messed up. I don't understand how they're able to do it. Man, I, I don't want to sound like Daniel Bryan's mother, but he, you know, I, I felt like you should not be taking that move right now. You know, you just came back. Take it easy. Everybody um, that takes that, I say that to myself. You know what I mean? But as a fan, I'm like, this is good heat on Kevin. Oh, huge. Yeah. Well, huge. You know, yeah. It, no, it was. I mean, the beatdowns they gave Shane and I. You know what? I wish they didn't do that Bludgeon Brothers beatdown on the Usos, and <sighs> because it, that was so brutal, and it was for a match that very likely could end up on the pre-show. Save that kind of stuff for the big, big angles. You know. That's why I'm not subscribed. I know Meltzer reported everybody knew. I, I just have a feeling that a lot of maybe they didn't. It wasn't a sure thing. I'm telling you, they, they knew they were going there. Like this was written out, let's say two weeks ago. There's no way what you just said would have happened with the Bludgeon Brothers. I promise that. Right. No, no. It wasn't two weeks ago. It was over the weekend. Like that. They uh, it, they knew for sure. So I think he'd been working on it for weeks. Like he hasn't go. been on TV for weeks. And then uh, I think the, the confirmation just happened uh, the last couple of days where Joseph Maroon finally gave his okay. Well, there you um, go. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah. They could have predicted that. WWE. Yeah. So, and it also real quick, uh, we didn't mention this earlier, but Daniel Bryan had been talking about, uh, wanting to go to the Indies if WWE didn't clear him in September right. when his contract's up. It looks like he's going to stay. Um, of course. So, yeah. So he's not uh, people that were hoping to see him at Wrestle Kingdom facing Okada and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't look likely. I like his matchups here better, quite honestly, and I can't believe I'm saying that. But I, I really like the WWE's fresh new talent to work against him. I can list 10 guys on top of my head like that, that I'll pay money to watch him work. Joe, Miz not AJ, for a yeah Miz not for a not for a match standpoint but from from that no. heat. You in know? fact, I think I think they make uh, the angle whatever happens in Mania. Maybe Brian turns on Shane or whatever happens. I think Brian becomes a member of the roster. I, I put this on Twitter yesterday. People didn't think it was that nuts. I think Miz maybe becomes the general manager of SmackDown to just mess with Brian for a couple months, rebuild their feud, let Daniel wrestle some other guys, and then SummerSlam have a huge match between them. They usually won't take an active full-time wrestler and put him in that role because they need him, you know, wrestling. Uh, they need him yeah. filling those spots. Um, I think it would be a good storyline, especially given how many heels SmackDown has. I think it would completely change SmackDown and make it a much more interesting show. With Miz, though, you're getting like three things: you're getting a show out of him, a talk show; you're getting a, 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 a got a champion, right? Yeah, I'm sure he'll still be. Well, maybe he won't be champion after this match, but. Um, 
you have that. I don't know what, what level of wrestler you guys want to call him, but he did main event WrestleMania. Um, there's a lot of things you can do with Miz in the ring still and getting other talents over, even himself still to this point, versus putting him out as a GM just to screw with DB. I don't think we need to be knocked in our heads to, to really look back deep in time to figure out the feud between them. Right. That's their original feud I think everybody remembers. Oh, I mean, going and, back to NXT, the original NXT. I mean, that's really easy for everyone to remember as fans, right? You don't need to do that much work, and that's what makes the, that angle um, we want to see it because we, we know we know what it's about. We know the backstory. We know the foundation of it. Yeah, That's I mean, what I mean, makes it sexy. To your point, Matt, you know, when you're naming, you said 10 guys off the top of your head. You, you got guys like Ricochet now in NXT too, Rollins. Miz, Miz is like, I'm being serious, seven or eight on that list for me. Yeah, I mean, you could if Roman Reigns is winning the title, right? Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns had an awesome match at Fastlane a few years ago. You could have that Daniel Bryan challenging Reigns for the title. I mean, that would be wow. huge. If they go all the way with Daniel Bryan this time and not put him, yeah. and again, I know they're going to be nervous about putting him in a main event slot with his history injuries. But if he shows that he's, you know, completely healed and is not getting injured, and he he wins that you know that confidence. Yeah. If Brock comes back, what about Brock one? I mean, there's, there's, there's yeah, yeah. There's, there's, here, here, here it is, guys. I'll give you one on ones of who I want to see him work a match with and an angle. Okay, really quick: Rollins, Balor, um, Sammy individually, Kevin definitely individually. Um, we, we said Miz earlier. Um, you said Roman, uh, Braun. Um, God, who else did I have on this list from the other show? Uh, AJ, AJ, AJ. Nakamura. AJ's Did you one. say Nakamura? Nakamura. That's like seven or eight right there. Yeah. I mean, that's not even really thinking deeply. You yeah. know what I mean? Like everyone's it's, a fresh, everyone's yeah. a fresh matchup. It the adds a ton roster, to the roster. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, which is great, but I think they're going to keep him as far away from Roman as possible because everything they've done with this year long plan right. to get Roman Reigns over and Roman winning against Brock, Kurt. it would be yeah, it would be uh, suicidal for them to put Daniel Bryan versus Roman. Yes, good call. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah unless soon. they turn Roman heel, and that would be a great way to turn him heel, is have him uh, in a feud with Bryan. But, Daniel yeah. Bryan is his kryptonite. Daniel Bryan is what like single-handedly tore down us picking Roman as our guy out of the field, <laughs> if you remember. And yeah. It killed, it killed Batista, too. Oh, it killed Batista, too, yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> So, but it's yeah. good, man. I mean, man, the year, I mean, I'm it, like, no joke, like the year, <laughs> not just WrestleMania, but 2018 is looking a lot better post mania for the WWE right now and what they can do creatively. Yeah. It, Let's it, just hope they don't part, blow it. Is this part, is this part, that's what's cool about Daniel Bryan. We've proven they have blown it and he's so damn over. Yeah. Dude, that year, this is such a cool bookend, kind of. Remember WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans was when he won the title. Now mm -hmm. WrestleMania 34 at, in New Orleans, he's coming back, you know. Oh, yeah. So his greatest achievement, and, he, and now he's coming back at that same, uh, that same arena, so the same stadium. Very, very cool stuff. And Hey, hey guys, I got to run now. Uh, okay. I got a, a meeting here in about five minutes. I uh, just wanted to say thank you, uh, everyone watching. Sorry I wasn't able to stay on for the other two stuff, but I didn't watch it, and I don't want to patronize y'all that are watching this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. All right, take care, man. Have Thanks, fun in your meeting. See you Monday. All right, guys. Um, love you all. Thanks for following along. Bye, guys. Yeah. Take care. Uh, so last bit of trivia going around with the Daniel Bryan returns. So you were talking about New Orleans. People are saying, you know, here's a guy that was trained by HBK. HBK, another wrestler who retired and came back and had a very, very good run. Um, so yeah, nice, some nice parallels there. Um, mixed match challenge. What are they doing with Braun and Alexa, man? I mean, this was, well, so the, the, the that show is such a waste of time now. I, and, and the writer, I don't know if it's still Ryan Warden. It was his idea, his concept. And I, 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 he's done so much good stuff that I hope it's not him because the promos that they do for their show are, are so cheesy. It's just a play off of the other person's catchphrases. If you watch the promos, that they build that's all it is and then uh and then every everyone who's not a married couple uh they tease like something romantic i mean the <laughs> miz and oscar and and rollins and sasha are like the exceptions but everyone else they're they're teasing like a love interest and it's like just because you put two people together it doesn't mean that they're instantly um you know having the hots for each other so yeah alexa and braun they're teasing that alexa is about to kiss him at one point and <laughs> It's so stupid. Anyway, uh, Braun crashed Miz through the barricade. That was cool. 
uh, yeah, which was cool, which allowed Asuka to get the win. Yeah, um, man. So, hey, Connor's Cure didn't win this. Everyone Connor's from the cure. beginning was saying so. But with the streak on the line, I think we know where this is going. Now, the second chance poll uh, for next week, I thought was very interesting of who's going to face Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. Every couple was campaigning for this, except for Sasha Banks and Finn Balor. Sasha actually told people to vote for other teams, and then Sasha and Finn won with did 40% she? of the vote. Yeah. Did <laughs> how, did she, how did she say it? She was saying, well, I know I'm voting for Bailey and Elias. She would say things <laughs> like that. She, they didn't like, like, look at, um, Rusev and Lana, like cut all, they made all these videos pretending to be the other couples. Like everyone else worked really, really hard to win this vote. And then Finn and Sasha got 40% of the I vote. I think that kind of shows you how realistically over that Rusev and Lana is, are too, you know, mm. you would think that they, you know, that they would have, they would have got that vote. The voting process was also kind of stupid. It was using a hashtag on Facebook. Yeah. Which is not native behavior. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh that happened last night. There's a backstage video where Braun and Alexa almost get that kiss again, but they're interrupted by a fan. Um it's, it's, it's I wonder so if this cool. like no, it has it it, it mm. all the stuff they've been doing on here, except for Rude and Charlotte making googly eyes at each other <laughs> Other than that, nothing is really carried over. Yeah, let's see, man. Um, so yeah, Asuka and the Miz are gonna win this. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. Uh man, so uh 205 Live last night. So I did not watch it, but what happened? Um another good show. Uh there was one selfie promo that TJP did that was the only thing that I thought was had WWE cheese on it. The rest I thought was really good. Um there is an issue with 205 Live, and that is no one seems like a big star. Like it, it's just a lot of guys that <laughs> having good matches, but you don't really you're not necessarily invested in them, but the matches are really good. You know, wasn't what I that mean? Vince's whole point in giving them characters? And yeah, but then the problem with Vince is he's making them all comet comedy characters, like you know uh, Jack Gallagher wrestling in a, a suit, and you know that's a good gimmick. I mean, I always thought that was a good gimmick, but it's not um, like a main event gimmick. It's not yeah. like a top guy, and I feel like they need to kind of find who their top guys are and because none of these guys seem like they have much charisma is the problem um, it's been the problem all along with this i mean they tried to make it tg tjp and brian kendrick uh that kind of worked for a week or two but i mean enzo was the only real star they ever had yeah on the show had, like main event charisma for sure neville had a lot of charisma yeah um, and, and austin aries austin he he did have charisma but uh they didn't uh really go all the way with him but you had Lindsay Dorado versus Hideo Tommy. This is the first time I think I can remember them doing a DQ on 205 Live, at least in a long time. If someone someone in the chat, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, that, that uh, so they're building to Hideo Tommy and, and uh, gosh, uh, Hideo Tommy and Akira Tozawa against Lindsay Dorado and Grand, uh, I think Grand Metalik. Yeah. Or Kalisto, I don't know, one of those tag teams because you know they're going to be doing that tag team tournament soon. And that's not a reflection on all luchadors being confusing. It's the way the WWE books luchadors is confusing. On Lucha Underground, everyone has a very distinct character. On the WWE, it's just, oh yeah, the guy in the mask. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, they had TJP beating uh, Kenneth Johnson by submission, who's basically uh, you know a, a job guy. Uh, but they they made the main event outs to be a big deal. Mustafa Ali and Drew Gulak, both those guys get great promos about how much it meant. Great as in they felt real or as real as they could be without overly scripting it. Um, Cedric at times did appear to be reading, but uh, it, it definitely seemed more real than a lot of the promos you see today. So I like that, but again, it was it's kind of bland from a, a character standpoint, but a really good match. Uh, Mustafa Ali won by pinfall. Mustafa's looked great in this tournament and just looked great lately. So he's get he it's him and uh, Cedric Alexander at WrestleMania 34 for the cruiserweight title. Hmm. Did you run the photos or did you see the photos of the attendance for 205 last night? I did not. There may be 500 people in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were crowd. They were quiet. Um, you know, they were chanting for Mustafa Ali a lot during that match, the people that were there. 
Yeah. Um, but that, that's been the big, you know, again, I, I feel like I, if this show was in full sale, it would be a hot show, but it just comes across as a, a dead show with really good wrestling right now. Yeah. It also helps the dark match last night. I don't think was enough to get people to stay. Um, I forget what it was, but I think it was gender tagging with someone against Nakamura and uh, like Bobby Roode. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. Usually when AJ is in the main event, you see yeah. people staying, you know, through it. They're more likely to stay. So when you talk about drawing power, not many wrestlers mean much in the numbers, but as far as getting people to hang on and stay, AJ is the guy on SmackDown. Yeah. So this is good. I was just actually just looking at Wrestling Inc. and saw this headline, WWE removes Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's profiles. Yep. <laughs> so good, good way to sell the angle. Absolutely, man. I want that statement. I don't think they're going to issue the statement about Daniel, though. I think that's too... Like they, no, no, they no. can't do it today. But he's, he'll be and plus. You only got two SmackDowns left, so he's going to be back on next week's show for sure to to set up this match. You know, to set up WrestleMania. Yeah, oh, man, crazy. I just can't believe this is happening. When we said Monday, who knows? Maybe tomorrow night on SmackDown, we'll know that Daniel Bryan's coming back. I really thought they were going to ease us into this far more than the way they did it. I mean, it's I just love it. I love it. Yeah, it's fantastic, man. Um, so speaking of returns from injury, Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe, and Big Cass, what's the latest on those three? Uh, Samoa Joe was backstage at Raw, and Ooh. so was Big Cass. And it looks like uh, to both of those guys are ready to go whenever they need to be used. Jeff Hardy also um, you know, got cleared. And so all three guys you know, got ready by Mania. It remains to be seen if any of or – all of them make it in, in some fashion, you know, Man, you, you got a spot open with bronze partner. Yeah. Um, I, whether they go with Elias or one of those guys or someone completely random. Um, so yeah, they, I mean, they're all, they're all cleared. So who should be worried? You know, I know they don't do the cuts after mania anymore, although they've done them selectively. I believe didn't Simon Gotch get let go like a week after mania last year. Yeah. They, they don't do that. Like the mass yeah as much as but i'm thinking mike Kanellis has probably got to be a little worried i don't i don't think so um i don't think so because i don't see them cutting mike and keep keeping maria and they're not going to cut true. maria when she's pregnant so that's true so okay so they're safe there and, um, and it could be you know with mike Kanellis, it could be you know uh well who is it jay Uso got injured and they yeah. kept jimmy off the whole time while jay was out and mm, then true once he or you know maybe he worked one tag match or something but uh could be just they're just waiting for her to come back, but, but that could still be a, a, a bit, you know, even after she gives birth, probably a few months at, at, at least. The colognes are still under contract. Yeah, Primo's been working. One of the uh, Epico uh, had it was is injured. Yeah. Uh, Primo's been working house shows. Oh, uh, they're not. I don't think they're going to cut Gold Dust. Um, I don't think they're going to cut Kurt know. Hawkins. No, um, I think the Miztourage is safe. Yeah, it's kind of weird. There's not a lot of, I mean, you think the roster is really full, but there's not a lot of completely. Well, you could cut all those guys and it doesn't make a difference, right? It's true. Well, but, but you need, somebody you need, for so you need people in those roles yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, we're going to see, uh, man, this is going to be one of the biggest rosters they've ever had if there's more NXT call-ups and yeah. all these people back from injury. Kind of crazy. Some people are saying Dana Brooke. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think uh, she's... One personally, given the year she's had, I don't think they're cool enough to do that. After you just never know. They're they're weird with the cuts. No one saw Emma coming. You know, they were using yeah. her. Um, she was kind of in the midst of a her getting the most TV time she had since uh, yeah in a while, and then she cut her. So you just you just never know. Sometimes the cuts just come out of nowhere. Yeah, someone's mentioning Zack Ryder. I'd forgotten about Zack Ryder. Where has Zack Ryder been? I just feel like he's been with the company too long. But. Yeah. I don't know. But you know, that happens. So I was, don't ask me why. For some reason, I was reading a Wikipedia article on Hornswoggle the other night. I mean, Hornswoggle was there for a better part <laughs> of 10 years. Yeah, that's true. They put him in a movie. Like, he had all those angles. The other thing, and then it was just like, nope, bye, Hornswoggle. Yeah, Darren Young had been there a while, too. So Yeah, man. Um, this is I mean, just such an exciting time with everything going on right now. And then, buried in all of these other stories, man, what a day yesterday for this news to come out. The launch of the AAF, the Alliance <laughs> for American Football, uh, Dick Ebersol's son who made the 30 for 30, this was the XFL documentary, uh, is launching a football league and his dad might be involved in 
it's launching a year before the XFL is coming back. What's the story on this, Rush? Man, yeah. So new football league, and they're going to be launching next year, uh, February 9th. They already have a TV partner with CBS. Um, yeah, it's uh, and Dick Ebersol is on the is on the board, so he's involved. And that's uh, huge, it's, huge TV sports guy. Huge, and they're saying they're going to be complementary with the NFL, so they're going to work with the NFL, not try to be opposition. Uh, they're not positioning themselves to be a rival. Uh, they're basically describing it as almost like a feeder system uh, yeah. for the NFL. And man, it, it's kind of the same idea as the XFL. Eight teams. They're going to introduce them next month. Uh, they're going to eliminate kickoffs. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I wish I could have seen Vince McMahon's face when he learned of this news. Cause you know, he took out a hundred million dollars to start the XFL. I don't know how much money he spent on it so far. <laughs> Get those <laughs> deposits back. <laughs> yeah. Cause he, he would, if he had the same idea as he did 10 years ago, whatever it was, because uh, they started the week after the Super Bowl. That's when this league would be starting. But a year earlier, this this league's going to have a year heads up on them. Um, man, is there demand for three football leagues, much less two? Yeah. So um, I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a rough deal for Vince. Although he never could have cooperated with the NFL. There no, never would have been. No. No, he's a, he wasn't as anti-NFL this time around. Last time he was called the NFL the no fun no league. No fun league. Yeah, and just rip it and and, talk, and just rip everything about it. The NFL hated him. And that caused the sports media to go against the XFL from the get-go. Uh, this time around, I mean, there really hasn't been much news out of the XFL. It's been very quiet. I mean, really, right now, it's a it's a domain name and a, and a Twitter account. But, um, yeah, Vince, yeah, I, I got to think... I wonder if this causes him to drop it. Yeah. Yeah, man. But, oh, that that has repercussions. I mean, for what that would mean for the WWE. I mean, I don't think Good Vince God. was ever going to retire. partner, you know, like yeah. of all people. His partner in the, NF, I mean, in the XFL was pretty much Dick Ebersol. It was NBC, but it was through Dick Ebersol. He was the one that, that did it. And... Yeah, that's crazy. It, it, that that dinner at the end of that, did you see that 30 for 30 yeah, on oh, the XFL? Course. Great, that, great documentary. Great documentary made by Chris Ebersol, who's starting the, this league. And um, that dinner at the end with Vince and Dick Ebersol talking about how they if they would do it all over again. And now they both are involved in separate leagues. It's crazy. XFL has the name, both good and bad. I think it's more a, of a positive than a negative at this point. Really? Yeah, because we look back on it. I mean, we've been talking about it. The XFL, when I think about that single season, and granted, I'm in a market where there, I mean, you were in San Francisco at the time. I mean, yeah, people in the Bay Area liked that team. Those events did very well. No, 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 no. At that time, <laughs> it, people in the city hated what they were doing with the cheerleaders. And, you know, you know how a liberal San Francisco is. I do a they lot of people that went to those women, games and thought the ratings, it was a lot of fun. The, the first uh, game drew well, and then it dropped significantly. Now, it, they did get people in the stadium, but it was, you know, maybe 10,000, 15,000, um, you know, in a 60,000, 70,000 stadium. Well, it was, um, yeah, the lower lower level. Um, but, no, I know a lot of people that went had a great time and are excited about it coming back. It was just, it was different, you know. Um, it had, and it was it, more Historic low ratings. The lowest ratings on network TV up until that point. Yeah, and now it would be a hit. I'm no. sure it, those, it, it, it wouldn't be the ratings. lowest rated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like with those <laughs> ratings now, that'd be a hit. Not not for sports. Yeah, even for sports, that's that's very low. Yeah. There are shows on cable that are getting renewed that do 300,000 viewers a week. Right, but that's you know? uh, that for sports. You don't see that. Yeah, uh, um, you don't see network sports with uh, you know ratings like that. Yeah, man. Um, this, I mean, it's just nuts. It's nuts. This has happened. I'd love to know the behind the scenes. Reaction. God, I wish I wish there was a you know, uh, what's the the phrase? That was a, something on a wall, a, a fly, fly on the wall. wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just seeing Vince's reaction, but it's crazy. Yeah, man, and uh, God, this has been a hell of a week. I feel like uh, what a turnaround! <sighs> yeah. What a turnaround from a week ago. WWE pulled themselves out of controversy, told some stories, did an amazing return, building up WrestleMania. 
Um, I mean, it helps in overlooking some of the the rough spots, you know. Dude, in the last week, the Mula the Mula name change seems like that was a month ago, you know. And by the I way, mean, John Bravo Roman Reigns oh, you know, seems like that was that was a month ago too. Yeah, aside from this AAF thing, Vince was having you know pretty decent week <laughs> yeah. by comparison. Um, but yeah, man, I'm looking forward to Mania. I can't believe so. What do you think? Six and a half hours, the main card show. The main card, I'd guess four and a half to five, and then uh, the prelims two another two hours. Okay, we'll see. It's gonna be a long day. Could be a long, gonna be a long weekend, a long week. So, are you going to New Orleans at all? Yes. So, I'm gonna be going until Saturday. So, I'll be back here for Mania itself. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. La- I, one year I went to Mania and it was just too crazy on the site, and I'm just constantly on my phone. So, I can't do that. So, but yeah, yeah. going uh, going there for going there for a couple nights. Yeah, Mania itself is probably the one part. If I had to pick a part to skip of the whole thing, that's probably the one. Yeah, you know, cool man. So we're gonna be back here Monday. Was it uh, two more Raws? Yeah, WrestleMania. Wow, two more Raws, two more Smackdowns. That we, yeah, it's, it's coming. Cool man. So uh, what should people look for on the site? What do you got? Uh, interview with Jeff Jarrett coming up. Uh, uh, more from the interview with James Ellsworth. Uh, then just, ton- I mean, God, it's so busy. Like the Daniel Bryan story isn't even the top story on the site right now. So it's just been such a busy week. So just cool. keep Stay checking it out. Wrestling for all that. Raj's Twitter account is Raj Geary uh, underscore 303. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein on Twitter. Would greatly appreciate a follow. And uh, yeah, stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. for more. We'll be back here Monday night to talk about Monday Night Raw, folks. Until next time, take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.